0: This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the miniatures gaming podcast where we choose a topic and then let the dice decide how long we talk about it. All right. I, I think
1: the the most innovative topic for this week will be, uh, what have you been up to?
0: I have actually been mostly drawing. So, uh We've been, I guess, working on the skirmish, skirmish fight game. It? Sorry, how long are we supposed to talk about this for? Oh shit! Yeah, I don't know. Point. Two minutes. So I've, been, oh, okay. so I got to oh, yeah. hurry it up. Uh, so we've been working on uh, the uh, simple miniatures game uh, rule set that we've been working on, and I've tried. I've been basically spending a lot of time just drawing pictures of the different factions and characters, and it's been really exciting. I I brought up my tablet and drew that stuff. And it kind of reminds me of <laughs> when we were really, really young, we write stories about our our our, uh, our armies and things like that. So I feel like it's kind of getting me back into the, I guess, core part of the hobby, right? All of the different things encompassing the hobby. And that, that's basically what I've been doing. I, oh, also I painted some uh, ludas for my orcs.
1: Oh, okay, nice. I've just been painting some more just infinity off of Defiance. So I'm trying out some new formulas for painting black that's it's a not a very black black anyways it's all about sort of what goes with the particular color scheme whether you want. Really stark colors in the color scheme, in which case I think you go really really black black with high edge highlight, mm-hmm. but if you're going for more like a neutral like this army's pretty camo-ish, so not something so stark anyway. That's what I've been up to. So we still have more time left but that's just what I've been experimenting with. <laughs> I, I guess I'm, I
0: should not know what to do so fast. Yeah, uh, I'm so I'm painting black differently. Yeah, so for my Ludas, you know, I, I talked about previously, um, I'm just trying to finish all of the orcs so I can go ahead and have an excuse to buy more. Uh, so I've basically been kind of rushing them and, you know, working on more washes and things like that. So I'm a little bit excited about the new um, line of, of what do you call them, The the contrast paints that army painter is doing i think they're called speed paints okay which is just like a high pigment wash with a high flow aid kind of things yeah Uh, because they're
1: quite expensive
0: yeah they're so expensive so uh yeah if that makes me do things faster or helps me do things faster a wider range of washes that'd be great all right
1: on to some on to some other questions then
0: that was two sure so i got the first question is um so you know since i've been drawing a bunch of different um pictures and, and kind of thinking about what what kind of armor um sci-fi uh sci-fi soldiers have uh it, and then thinking about like conversions with like the, the new age of sigmar fantasy kind of armors it started to make me think like um you know like a lot of the fantasy armor is very elaborate and so and almost interchangeable so i started thinking like what is the difference between high fantasy armor and sci-fi armor and what makes them different Hmm. Uh, five minutes
1: all right that's pretty long one
0: yeah I, the reason why uh you know there's this this point and well, then there's also the we've talked uh, what do you this? call it
1: we talked about this yeah. before just about how basically space marines and then custodies and then the sigmarines from age of sigmar mm-hmm. all like it's like oh this is all the same armor
0: yeah it's <laughs> very this, similar even though and then you look at the, like, the new the new adeptus soritas from the new whatever chalnath uh, kill team box yep I mentioned last time that they're so similar to the fantasy uh sisters from um what do you call that set um they they look like they would fit into the simurite sisters from more time okay. except that they run around with guns and i'm like
1: yeah and some of the sculpts have no guns at all so it's yeah those are extra confusing yep so what, what are they missing they would have made them into sci-fi
0: yeah what makes it sci-fi versus uh fantasy the armor obviously you know i've said before right Those sigmarite sisters the gun is what made it look like like the weapons or what made it look sci-fi right but you, you could just armor
1: that to like a medieval soldier and been like oh you're a sci-fi soldier now you got a gun that's that's how far yeah. they went to make it sci-fi
0: and technically that is how you know a lot of the miniatures started out right Mm-hmm. They had a fantasy range and they're like, ah, oh, give them a give them a like a laser pistol. Now it's a sci-fi priest, right? Well, that's
1: what we we're talking about before with space brains. It's like it's just it's just like a heavily armored medieval knight, and they with his tabard and with everything else, but they just gave him a sword with chains on it and then and a big gun. It's like, oh I mean, maybe it is. But I think my bare minimum is just like LED lights on things. Mm. They're like, ooh, they stuck a bunch of LED strips on it. Okay, that's, we're into...
0: Glass. Some sort of see-through, like, plexiglass kind of thing on your it's character the- and lights, little, like, diodes that are supposed to, to, to light up.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of like our soldiers. They have, like, tech- technology integrated, but it's just more obvious mm-hmm. that they've got, like, lenses on them, materials that aren't just, like, metal. Like, they've got to have, as you said, glass, LEDs, little bits of wires, like tech, little bits of tech on them. It doesn't have to be like the whole thing. doesn't have to be a cyborg, but I'm just kind of expecting bits of like modern materials or more yeah, so modern. I guess the thing. idea
0: that it has electricity. So you yeah. have like wires, mm-hmm. wires, tubing, right? If it doesn't have, if it has tubing, that immediately cries like at least 20th century. <laughs> kind of idea
1: even if it's just like a rubber hose filled with something at least it's no longer medieval
0: yeah and then i know in in like 40k they add like super spiffy backpacks right so giant metal backpacks with tubing basically Mm -hmm. right oh and vents tubing Uh and vents is how they add it to make it look science fiction if you take off the backpack though Mm -hmm. it's like it's very interchangeable, although actually, I was looking at some of the designs, right, uh, of the simple space marines. They do have little tiny vent holes here and there, right. So you have, if you have one slit, that could be, you know, I don't know what. But if you that have two slits next to each other, it 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 suggests a vent, right, of some sort, and that ends up making it look a little bit more science fiction like, right.
1: Yeah, of course in the future when you've got your your armor you want it to be nicely ventilated because i mean you've got the technology you can build fans into it why have uncomfortable armor when you could have nicely air-conditioned armor
0: although technically like you should have some sort of heat dissipation in fantasy armor too like they're in these giant metal this giant metal armor uh in the middle of the like The day or whatever, in the hot sun, and they're fighting for a long time. You still need to vent body heat. Mm -hmm. Like you will overheat if you have like your whatever your your. They're wearing padding
1: and they're wearing armor. Yeah, you're padding
0: underneath. I forget what you call it. And then you have your your armor on top. You'll get really fucking hot, I assume. So you need you should have vents too. (laughs) But that's the thing is, we're not talking about realistic armor. We're talking about fantasy armor, right? That's what allows you to have giant plate armor over, like, people who are more muscular than Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the muscular part doesn't, doesn't have to be fancy or sci fi. That's just sort of being over the top.
0: But I wonder if that's part of the reason why the fantasy stuff looks so much bigger, or maybe it's not. Maybe it really is just the aesthetic it comes from a modern sensibility of armor so we don't think about it as historical armor right we think about it as our modern conception of what armor should look like and then we try to like anachronize, it. anachronize it? make it look look like back in time right uh-huh. so we're taking our modern sense of what armor should look like and then saying oh how would we make it medieval as opposed to just looking at what medieval armor would be right of a knight. And that's why I feel like fantasy armor it looks a lot more like modern armor than looks it does like look like realistic. It looks like football
1: armor. gear, but made out of metal.
0: Yes, exactly, right? That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. That it, it's that's how it's kind of going backwards. And that's why it looks more modern. It's not that our science fiction armor looks medieval. It's that our fantasy armor looks modern.
1: It could very well be that we. We understand armor is something, something that's yep. now requires modern technology.
0: Yeah, or that's just for right. all... all right. That was five minutes. All okay. right, so what's our possibly last topic? Unless we roll a two.
1: All right, you have the now we we gotta ask the topic first, then then ask the dice how much the time is. So hmm. I haven't been doing too many bases lately, but I guess we're sort of looking at the bases when we're playing Blood Bowl and just like. Being able to do whatever you want with them On the opposite Mm -hmm. end of the spectrum with some games And with like we play a lot of Infinity This has come to mind What are your thoughts on bases that actually have Like lines of sight And etc marked on them physically Not just painted there? Because now Infinity's come up with bases that have like Hard lines molded into them And obviously
0: The dice fell on the ground So I've got to re-roll it Three minutes so this is our last topic. Okay. All right, you're up. Okay. So I hate them in general, um, but I think it's, well, it depends, I guess, on how they, they're made. When okay. they stick out, I hate them. All right. So indent is better, you'd say? If it's one indented line, I think that's a lot better, and I don't mind that. And in fact, in some ways, maybe it's better than normal, right? But I don't like it personally for uh, modeling uh, purposes because uh, it stops you from placing your, you know, your model in a direction first, and then you have to like make sure that your model lines up in a way that it, it works with the already indented base right also oh, they assemb- you have yeah it's an
1: right. assembly issue where you've got a
0: yeah and you know bases underneath they have like the general slaughter place right like the slaughter lines and then they have the little holes and stuff like that at least they used to yeah I've um, quite
1: used those a while ago but yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly right so i guess technically if you just ignore those but oftentimes because there's like um places that are supposed to make things simple underneath it makes it annoying to have those line up with where you actually want to place your model if like basically when you use them you have to just ignore those entirely and just drill where whatever you need to drill is to put their their legs and the pins on the legs in the right spot right or you just have to not use pins at all but that that makes you worried about you know model stepping off your bases if it's metal right if it's plastic it's not as big of a deal honestly though because plastic will not come off of its base right because they're so light but for metal it's it becomes actually a problem because you rely on the pin to keep them there
1: yeah and i mostly buy third-party bases rather than model them at this point just for just for speed honestly mm-hmm. and it's like those don't come with all those ridges so it's really annoying to have like different looking bases in your army if you use the ones that the game came with and then you have these other ones that are slightly different yep. that you've modeled that's just mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i think it ruins the look of them as well that they look too they look too board game pc when you start having like
0: interesting they don't frame them as well they don't frame the model as well as the normal just base does yeah because the normal normal base
1: base. has like the appearance of a very small plinth almost Mm -hmm. like something that it's like basically a picture frame but for your model almost with a sort of border to it Mm -hmm. but when it's all broken up it just looks like this more utilitarian thing, not not as artistic
0: that's why i like that's why i'm saying like just a line an indented line is a lot better i guess technically an outdented line but i think an indented line looks better because it again makes it look more like a plinth yeah right and it it can add some i don't know i guess interesting texture to your plinth but to me that that's just a lot cleaner and more artistically satisfying and not as um
1: it just feels not as Think, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, if it sticks out, it starts crying for attention, right? It takes away attention from the miniature. So I don't like that. Yeah, I agree. So Is that, I, I didn't put the starting time. Was that, that's that uh, three minutes? It was. All right. Well, that was a pretty clean 10 minutes. So um, that's been uh, D6 minutes for today. Uh, If you guys have any kind of questions you want us to answer, we're running low, right? We have to think about new questions next time. So yeah, give us a shout. Tell us what questions you want us to ask. We will answer them Uh, and we will tell you our opinions are good or bad for as long as the Dice wants us to talk about the the topic. So you can uh, contact us at contact at diceovereverything.com.
1: Yeah, or find us on Facebook where Dice Over Everything or join the group to see what we're up to and let us know what you're up to. And that's Dice Over Everything group.
0: All right. Uh, This has been Alan. This has been Brandon. Bye.